spreaders and welcome to the spread I'm your host, Kaz, and as always, if you're trying to reach us, please be sure to send us an email on host at thespreadpodcast.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram as at thespreadpod on Instagram. I already said that on Facebook and on Twitter. Today's episode is a little different, but before we get into it, we have a very special announcement from one of our ex-guest hosts. And for those of you who are interested in coming for Sex Down South in Atlanta... Here's a little something for you. Your exploration destination is here. The Sex Down South Conference located in Atlanta, Georgia, is taking place this fall at the Hilton Atlanta. Named the most diverse and entertaining sexuality educational conference in the nation, this year's theme is Rebel, Sexual Politics in a New Era. Featuring sex celebrities Dr. Jess O'Reilly, Devin Dunson, Erica Hart, and Ignacio Rivera, we have over 60 presenters from around the world who are bringing their expertise, which range from lectures to workshops to live demos. Enthusiasts, join in the fun and learn from the best, all while doing it in an inclusive and loving environment. In the evening, you will be thrilled from head to toe with our Little Bang and Pussy Play Theater on Thursday night, our Mix and Mingle on Friday night, and our phenomenal closing party, The Big Bang on Saturday night, which features performances, raffles, dancing, and photography in our infamous black box. Join us September 6th through the 8th at Hilton Atlanta downtown. Register at sexdownsouth.com and enter Marla18 for $20 off your ticket price. Again, to register, it's sexdownsouth.com. Welcome to The Spread. This is a very different kind of podcast episode, and it's because I'm currently editing the live episode, which we did a couple of months ago. I feel like it was about two months ago, and the guest host was Cheeky, and we had such wonderful conversations. But because I'm very new to the production and engineering game, I'm really struggling with the edit. So it's taking a lot longer than I thought it would, and I really wanted a podcast episode to come out this week, but because I haven't been able to do that, I've also been meaning to film something for YouTube just to talk about the US tour and what my trip has been like. I figured this would be a nice opportunity to kind of just record a podcast about my trip, about where I am emotionally. A lot of people have been asking me about, you know, some of the exciting things that I've been getting into no pun, and just what my trip has been like since I've been here in the U.S. So I thought maybe it would be a good opportunity to just take this time and reflect and put out a monologue of sorts. Some of you may know if you've been listening to the podcast, if you haven't just go back a few episodes, that last year, towards the end of the year, around October, my business partner and I decided to come to the U.S. for a podcasting festival called Work It. While we were here, we had began conversations with uh, Jet Setting Jasmine. I'm sure you've seen a lot of Jasmine and King Noir on our social media page at The Spread Pod. 
and we just kind of started having like online conversations and then we decided that we were going to try and meet and work together so Shiro and I decided that we tra- we were going to travel to Tampa and just see what we could do, what kind of work we could get into, uh, recording podcasts, meeting them, just discussing what our different lifestyles are from different parts of the continent. And it was it was such a match made in heaven. So because of that, like great work, um, great personality, they're such amazing people. And then they we were able to connect with so many different other people who we linked up with online I thought it would be just a great opportunity to come back and have like real in-person interviews with these people who would teach me a lot but would also be able to teach you guys a lot because if I'm learning then you're learning we all learn together it's a win-win so One of the events that I was able to be a part of was Exotica. Exotic, I've spoken about this so many times in um, a few of the past episodes. Actually, when I was interviewing Tayomi. So check out that interview as well. So Exotica is a conference for people who are in the sex work industry, a lot of porn stars, a lot of people who are selling toys a lot of people who are into kink and bdsm in that community there's like a little mini dungeon there and a dungeon is basically a place where people can go and um, sort of explore their bdsm kink side it's got you know ropes and it's got floggers and it's got like you know um, sometimes crosses or bars that you can be tied to or whatever whatever it is your kink or your bdsm fetish is there's room for everybody regardless of how small or how big your kink is so Exotica is that space and and Jasmine and King Noir uh, were one of the sex educators that were um, holding sessions and teaching. So I was able to be there and to help them. It was my first time like attending anything uh, of this magnitude. And it was such an amazing experience for me. And my thing was just meeting people who made anything that I thought was remotely crazy you know, feel like normalized. And, you know, Jasmine and King have a session that they call normalizing fetishes, which just makes everything that you think is completely crazy and out of this world, just, you know, make it feel like you're not abnormal. You're not the only person who's going through this thing. There is many people across the world who are able to live out their fetishes or to be in that Um, kink community but there's also so many people who are really struggling to accept themselves for who they are and there's so many different kinds of kinks and fetishes and even just basic sexuality arguments that we're always having with ourselves like is this normal should I be feeling this way I have a lot of followers on social media who are constantly just worrying about Um, things that some people may feel are really basic but to other people they're such huge life-changing like decisions or emotions or sensations that people are going through so I feel like the more that I have these interviews and the more that I have these conversations with people the more that I'm learning about myself and the more that I learn about myself, the more I know I am helping somebody else learn about themselves. So if you 
are listening to this podcast and you feel like in one way or another, some of these interviews or these conversations have been able to help you overcome something that you're going through, make you feel more intuitive or more in tune with your intuition or making you just be more aligned or more comfortable with who you are then you know i i would really 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 like for you guys to let me know so there was exotica which happened in florida soon after uh we traveled to new orleans for a swinger convention which is called naughty in Orleans. now the first time i heard about naughty in Orleans, i was listening to a podcast called swinger cast and oh it's a it's a very sexy like swingers um, podcast, and the reason that I was even listening in the first place is because I you know I've toyed around with my partners uh, on the idea of being swingers, and then learning about like all of the different aspects of swinging and how exciting that can be. So from you know all of the different types of swingers that they are, all of the different kinds of swingers that they are. And I interviewed Taylor a couple of episodes ago as well, who talked a little bit more about like the different types of swingers they are in the community. Now, it's not just as simple as showing up to like a sex orgy and fucking around. That's not how it works. In fact, I did a live on Instagram recently and a lot of people who responded were like guys who I'm pretty sure were just like excited about the fact that there's going to be that I had said that it was possible that we could have like a swinger party or something like that happening in Nairobi um yeah so you know that's not what it is but you know learning more about yourself and learning more about the things that you can do or the things that are possible with your sexuality are wonderful so uh, within the swinger community, first of all, people who are just like open and openly talking about and openly living their truth. I would say this openly and honestly living your truth. It's it's definitely hard when you come from a conservative background, but it's possible. Uh, so swingers are wonderful people. Actually, people who are open, like I said, open and honestly living their truth are wonderful people. Um, people in the sex industry are actually some of the nicest people that I have ever met in my whole entire life. And the podcast, the so Naughty in Orleans is wonderful. On the first day, there was like a parade and um, like every night there was like a theme party and people had to sort of come dressed accordingly. And on the first day, it was like an all white party and um, Bourbon Street was shut down and there was like a, uh, like a parade. So everybody kind of just walked down the street. There was people dressed in like real, like it was just amazing and if you go onto the spread pod instagram page if you click on the highlight naughty in orleans there's more details there of like visually what it looked like um emotionally i have to say like the day before the the landing in new orleans i was actually extremely nervous i was very nervous about that trip I just didn't know what to expect. Um, for me, I think my biggest fear was that, excuse me if I keep getting distracted, <laughs> but I'm at my friend's apartment in New York and I'm playing with her cat. And I know that that sounds uh, like I'm playing with her cat, 
but I am playing with her cat. Um, <laughs> I literally am playing with her animal cat, not her pussy. Anywho, where was I? Um, what was I oh, I was extremely nervous about going to New Orleans because one of the things that I have been worried about is like showing up to one of these like swinger community clubs and then being in a space where I didn't want to be and I didn't want to say no and then ending up you know being in a sexual encounter that I didn't want to be in initially which has been my biggest battle like um for 2018 is just like you know creating my boundaries with regards to sexual interactions hey don't bite <laughs> So, um, so, you know, um, so that was my biggest thing. It was just like, I really want to be there. I really want to be able to take part in some of these things. But then what happens when I, um, get to a point and I don't no longer want to be in that place. And then I get to New Orleans and the host, I'm staying at the host hotel where the convention is happening and everything around the whole convention is centered around consent every corner that you turn to there is a poster that's written um the absence of yes means no and for me that is just that if anybody i always struggle saying no so if somebody comes up to me and says hey do you want to play if i don't say no it means no if i don't say yes it means no. So literally, I don't have to say anything. I could just be there. And I could watch, which I did. And one of the nights, I, I went down to the playroom. So there is a playroom where um, people can go and play with each other's partners, with themselves. You can watch. There's a couple. You can exchange partners. It's completely up to you how mild or wild you want to go. So one of the nights, I did go down and to the playroom and just kind of sat on a bed on my own and watched like I didn't do anything I just for me it was fascinating because I wanted to know what a playroom looked like I'd never been in one in my whole entire life and now I'm sitting in this room and there's like a ton of people fucking around me and I was just I just want to be able to tell that story that's my thing like like uh, it's so exciting for me to be able to live a life that is so like fruitful with regards to storytelling I I can tell I have stories for days. I have stories for days. My life is a huge series of stories linked together by like a passport. <laughs> so yeah, that was it. That was there was that. There was obviously many things I wanted to do, but was actually very nervous, too nervous to be able to do them or to get involved. But because it was my first time, I was kind of just, you know, putting my feet in the water, trying to figure out if there's something that I want to get involved in. It, it was all extremely sexy, extremely sexy, extremely loving, something that I would recommend to anybody who is toying with being a swinger so a lot of these events don't are not necessarily open to single guys they are open to single girls we're called unicorns girls who want to go for swinger conventions on their own can and um you know if you're interested in being a third party in like a couple or if you're interested in being part of a group it's just it's safe if you're a single woman who is part of the swinging lifestyle um and is not necessarily dating anybody like these swinger 
communities are open to you and you know it's even possible for you to find a couple if you're polyamorous you think it's possible for you to find poly people who are into meeting people to be in relationships with I have had the experience of being in a couple of polyamorous relationships so I do um, consider myself a polyamorist and this is why you know these swinger conventions work for me because I'm more interested in getting to know a couple more first before anything happens and I'm into mind sex mind sex of the Jedi oh I don't know what I'm saying but you get what I mean so uh there was that and you know at the naughty in New Orleans there was also a whole bunch of like um you know sessions and panel discussions and all sorts of conversations from like how to eat pussy to like you know race in the porn industry to again normalizing fetishes there was like erotic touch massage there was like dance classes there was everything literally classes from the morning through to the evening and then in the evening there was like a a, like a theme party that was happening in the ballroom and everybody came dressed the part and you got that's where people got to meet each other and talk and just like see if you're interested in another couple or if you want to go down to the playroom or if you want to go to um each other's rooms or whatever so there was that that was happening fucking fantastic like loved it honestly that was like one of my favorite weekends ever and i'm very grateful i'm very grateful to um jasmine and king for allowing me to be in that space and allowing me to learn more about myself and you know learn about my borders and my boundaries and what i like and what i'm learning Ugh. I'm learning a ton and I'm learning to become a sex educator so so that I too am able to bring something to the table when I'm sitting with people that are also sex educators. You know what I mean? And then there was, um, so a little bit more, there was about 2,500 people who were at Naughty in New Orleans. There was about three hotels that were housing these 2,500 people. One of the hotels had a BDSM kink dungeon. Again, inside a, inside a dungeon, there's a lot a lot of different kinds of setups for people who are into different kinds of BDSM or a kink to play. So uh Marla, who was one of my guests on past podcasts, King Noir and myself, we decided to take a stroll down to uh one of the other host hotels that had the dungeon and that was so sexy for me so sexy and it was just really nice so there's the way the dungeon was set up there's also seats where people can sit and watch um people who are playing and so it was really nice to kind of like I was leaning over and my dress was like pulled up a little bit so you you know you could see my panties (laughs) and I was just getting flogged so for those of you who don't know flogging is the action of like getting um like whipped or you know spanked by either paddles well with flog floggers are like the leather whips that kind of have leather tassels on the end of them so you know getting flogged is the action of getting spanked by a flog getting flogged yeah and then you know you there's different ways in which um it, 
impact play. There's different kinds of equipment. There's paddles, there's hands, there's whips, there's chains, there's bamboo sticks. There's a whole bunch of them, which I myself was learning about. And King Noir is like a, you know, he's a master. Like when it comes to impact play, he really, he knows what he's doing. And he, I was using me as his um, dummy because he was learning how to use this, this one of these leather sort of like um, whips, but it's called a dragon's tail. Yeah, that thing is something. It's painful, you guy. And I think I even posted one of my pictures up on Instagram of like a black muck that King Noir had left on me during one of our impact play sessions. So there is that, that night at the dungeon, which was so, so amazing. Um, and learning for myself what I like in kink and um, what my limits are with pain and, and just generally how much I love pain. It For me, it's, it's all very exciting, but almost like long drawn out pain as opposed to <laughs> like the pain of an injection. So for example, I have a ton of tattoos on my body, but I'm scared shitless of getting a piercing. <sighs> yeah, I don't get it either. So then there was New Orleans and and that was actually the most exciting part of the New Orleans weekend. Um, after that, I kind of went home. I um, to no, I went home. Oh my gosh, look at me calling <laughs> at home. I went to Houston to spend some time with family. I guess it felt like home. So I got to spend time with my cousin and like my nieces and my nephews. Um, that was amazing. Just kind of downtime, um, resetting and refocusing my time because I was traveling to New York and I was going to meet a lot of people in the podcasting industry to get the opportunity to kind of network and see how I can leverage the spread. And as I arrived in New York, I wrote to a couple of people who I knew who were podcasters or who I had done collaborative work with or who I'd been emailing over the years. Like since I started my podcast, I've been going back and forth with emails with podcasts that I admire and said, you know, I'm really interested in the work that you're doing. Please show me how to do this and this. So a uh, little heads up. And I've been meaning to say this for anybody who's interested in, in podcasting. Like what are your top five podcasts? And then reach out to those people and ask them questions. Like just form a connection with people who you think are, are, are doing things in the industry that you want to do. The podcasting industry is still very small. So it's open to people communicating. You know, I'm giving the example as opposed to say, for example, the music industry or the film industry and people who want to be actors or singers. If you reach out to like Beyonce, I mean, chances of you getting a response are not going to be as high as if you reach out to somebody who's like, like Serial is one of the um, most downloaded podcasts in the world. If you reach out to those guys, chances are you will get a response, you know? So when I started podcasting, one of the podcasts that I was listening to, actually, it, I think it even gave me the idea to do a podcast is a podcast called Guys We Fucked. So I reached out, I sent an email and I was like, hey, I'm really interested in starting a podcast. And I was wondering, maybe you could answer a few questions for me. And the producer of the podcast at the time, his name is Steve Penta. He wrote back to me, he sent me an email and he was like, hey, this is what we're doing. We're still 
they had they were new they were like we're still like in a little tiny apartment in new york we're recording with like we've got like a little podcast we've got a little bit of like a f- small studio setup some microphones and da 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 and you know this is how we're doing it. and i was like hey okay that's really interesting you know maybe we could do some collaborative work and he was so excited He's like hell yeah we could definitely do that i mean it's such a big deal that you're all the way in africa and you're doing this wonderful thing that, or you want to do this wonderful thing that is obviously going to be frowned upon by many people because it's a conservative country and it's true because soon after I started the podcast and then um, we had like a little hitch where you know the government really tried to um, figure out how to shut us down before they realized that we were actually a podcast Um, but there was that hitch that happened at the beginning of our podcast and it you know turned out to be a blessing more than it did a curse but anyway i i'm I'm digressing basically what i'm talking what i'm saying is the conversations that i had at the beginning when i started the podcast are actually the reason that i'm here today um, the other person that I reached out to when I began was was Jasmine, Jet Setting Jasmine, and look at w- what that has done for our relationship. And then um, s- I spoke to Steve Penta, who was the producer then of Guys We Fucked. And when I came to New York just a couple of weeks ago, I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I'm in New York. I know we spoke two years ago, but um, I was wondering, is it possible that we can discuss or maybe talk about doing something collaboratively and blah, blah, blah. And Steve s- you know, wrote back and he was like, hey, uh, actually, I'm no longer producing Guys We Fucked, but let me put you in touch with one of the hosts. Then Christina reached out to me and she was like, hey, Cass, welcome to New York. Um, I am very interested in doing some work with you. So please let me know, you know, if you're available, I would love to interview you for Guys We Fucked. I said, sure, just let me know when I'm completely open. And then five minutes later, she sends a message. She's like, Actually, are you available the day after tomorrow? We're doing Guys We Fest, which is a festival that they just began. This was the first one, and they're doing a live recording of Guys We Fucked. So I was like, um, yes, because seize the fucking opportunity, guys. Seize the opportunity. (laughs) I was like, hell yes. So I, you know, two days later, I'm on stage at Guys We Fest recording a live episode of Guys We Fucked, which BT Dubs just came out. Link is in the description box below. Please make sure you listen to that episode. It's actually very cool. And um, this is my thing. This is my stay in New York. And I've been, you know, writing to all of the people that I've had even little interactions with. And um, just, oh gosh, sorry, I freaked out. The cat just came by me. And just, you know, like reaching out to everybody I know and just trying to get as much work as possible and try to make this podcast work. Like I really want this podcast to be big. Um, Putting it out there to the universe. uh, The things that I'm, uh, you know, I'm manifesting these dreams and, and, and these things for the podcast. And I just, I, I, I believe the spread is going to be huge. I just um, slowly taking those steps. Okay, so and then what? Uh, then Actually, then that's it. Then I'm here today. I'm actually sitting at my friend's apartment in Brooklyn. And it's a beautiful day. And um, I woke up this morning feeling angst. Uh, and then I went and did a stupid thing like drink coffee, which just increased my anxiety. <laughs> and um, I really just wanted to get in some work. And 
I, I, like I said, I'm struggling with the edit for the live episode and I didn't want you guys to go a week without listening to a podcast episode because I have been consistent the last couple of days. So here is an episode where it's, I'm just unwinding and letting you know what I'm up to. Uh, I will be in Atlanta in two weeks covering the Sex Down South conference. I am extremely excited. There's a whole bunch of sex educators who are going to be teaching. There's going to be a lot of entertainment, poetry, music. They have two big shows happening. One on Saturday, one on Friday night called The Little Bang and one on Saturday night called The Big Bang where King Noir is going to be performing. For those of you guys who don't know, he has like some dope music out. He's just releasing some new stuff. Um, Just go check out his iTunes. Um, He's a fantastic musician. And there's going to be a lot more interviews coming out. Actually, guys, please, I have already said this, go into the description box. I've linked the Sex Down South website. Go through like the educators and let me know who pops or who you want me to ask what or who you see is going to be there and you'd like me to do an interview. I am super duper uber happy to do that for you. And then, yeah. We're just going to see where this goes. I'm going to be home soon as well. I'm going to be going back to Nairobi soon. So if there's anybody in Nairobi you guys want me to talk to, uh, let me know. Let me know. I'm, I'm just, let me tell you guys now more than ever. Now more than ever. Like, I'm here for this shit. I am here for this shit. So let me know what you want to hear more of. Please just send us an email. I promise I'm going to do better about responding to emails. I want to have more of the your question answer segments at the end of each interview. So with everybody that I do interview, I'm going to be sharing your questions, obviously anonymously at the end of the episode. And then um, my guest host and myself are going to just sort of like see how we can give you advice that will help. So please send us any questions that you have, host at the spreadpodcast.com and follow us on social media, all of our social media at the spread pod on Twitter, on Instagram and on Facebook. And I guess we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to my little rant. I really love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. nobody else let you go inside to the places I wanna hide. I don't want nobody else seeing me naked. But I risk it for you, I want you to take it. Cause I know I found something special. So I just wanna lay down my body and just expose myself to you. Oh baby, so lay down your body and just expose yourself to me too. Cause I want your love, will you give me love? Make my dream a reality Cause I know I'm not gonna run around Looking for something that's right in front of me Right in front of me Looking for something that's right in front of me Yeah, I wanna tell you things that I won't tell it secrets with you cause with you I have no fear because my soul is ready and my heart is vacant I want you to be with me every step I'm taking cause I know I 
on something special. That's why I just wanna.